drop. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Be Kind Rewind. It's your boy, Joey, uh, doing something different tonight, uh, trying to shake it up a little bit. Uh, we're doing what's called the Drop-In Show. I got the idea from Mr. Brett Batterstein's a wonderful show, uh, the Eavesdrop Show, uh, where people just kind of come on in and say hi. We throw the door open. We turn on the mics and we invite the public at large to come and talk to us. So that I this is this is a good I like this format and I wanted to try give this a try. We are talking about furry vengeance today. Uh, the 2010, pretty much the final uh, main, big screen movie of Brendan Fraser until he inevitably does another one soon. Um, it cost $35 million to make, made $36.2 million, so basically broke even before you take out costs to promote it. And I do recall this movie being heavily promoted at the time. Uh, it was released in April 30th, uh, 2010. Didn't come out on DVD until uh, August, which is about a five-month turnaround, which this day and age is pretty... That's a pretty long time for a movie that's in and out of the theaters. Uh, I believe it was number five for the week uh, that, it, that it, it debuted at number five for the weekend that it debuted. But anyway, uh, we are doing, like I said, the drop-in show where I um, invited the, the public at large to come and talk to us about either Furry Vengeance or Brendan Fraser uh, as a whole. Uh, there's a, this is a gentleman that, uh, many, many, many people, uh, he was a part of just about everybody I know's childhood in some way or another. I mean, he's, he, his first big role was, um, Encino man. Um, and he just went on from there all the way up into the mummy movies, uh, which I've noticed have been taking like a lot of people, uh, cause I try to keep a good finger on the pulse, so to speak, of like social media culture and what's popular. And I don't want to toot my own horn, but uh, I might just have to change my name to Satchmo because I've wor I've written a couple of uh, those dumb memes that have like, quote unquote, gone viral. And so I've noticed quite a bit more of uh, mummy stuff happening. And that makes me happy because the mummy movies are fantastic. Yeah, there's kind of like a uh, re now that like the people that saw it when they first came out are kind of a little kids. bit older. Correct. You know, yep. they're kind of going back and being like, "Oh, those that was those really, movies yeah. were cool." Exactly. <laughs> and I, and and it's kind of a bummer too that um, like if I were Brendan Fraser, I mean, poor Brendan Fraser has a rough go this last ten years uh, with a really bad divorce. Um. Unfortunately, he, he was a, a sexual abuse victim, um, just not had a good go of things. And not only that, but your career was essentially taken by The Rock. And I can back that up because two of his franchises, 
he swooped in and basically took from him. He uh, kind of took over the Mummy franchise and the Journey to the Center of the Earth franchise. Because if you look at those movies, he wasn't even in the sequel. It's The Rock. Yeah. And then the Mummy movies went on, uh, moved on from Brendan Fraser's character to the Scorpion, the King. Scorpion King, and then now they couldn't even make it work with uh, Tom Cruise. Although I the I think The Rock was only in the first like standalone Scorpion King movie. Correct. I I think after that it was like like some other MMA yeah. guy like Randy Couture. Or something it it like was, that. but <laughs> okay. you could still like. But when that right. second one that came is... out, like that was the big deal. Oh, The Rock is in this. Yeah, and in the most terrible oh, CGI yeah. <laughs> video game cutscene character so we've bad. ever seen. So bad. So so bad. One um, of the worst. It, it is pretty bad, and that, and coming from me, that's saying something. <laughs> did you, when you saw it at the time, did you think it was as bad, or is it only in retrospect that it seems bad? Uh, the Mummy Two. Yeah, uh, I loved the movie. No, just the CGI. I oh mean. yeah, because I was well. See, I was a huge I mean wrestling fan anyway. Yeah, and so I was just kind of like jacked, like oh my gosh, The Rock is actually doing movies because. We didn't think that The Rock, you know, who knew? You yeah, know, that I know. he was going to become on to be The Rock. It was just cool to see. I was more surprised that he wasn't in it more, to tell you the truth. Yeah, but, he, he's but, bar- uh, yeah, he's barely in it. Yeah, the in hindsight, that's really bad. At the time, it it, it has not aged well at yeah. all. That that CGI Rock. I what's funny too is that I at that time I was collecting action figures, really big, and. I was upset that they made uh, the comp- the same company that made um, r- the wrestling figures, uh, which was Jack specific at the time, also did a series of Scorpion King action figures. And they could do uh, real scan technology. So you can have a toy that looks just like the actual guy. But when they made the rocks, uh, char- the Scorpion King character, they used a, like a hand, a hand clay, um, a hand, hand molded, really cartoonish looking face. It actually kind of fit the CGI of the thing <laughs> than the actual rock. So if you look back, there's two versions of the Scorpion King figure. This, oh. this really terrible cartoony head and then the real scan rock head oh, just sitting funny. right on the thing. Did they make it where he's like got the, you know, like the torso or the leg, like the actual... No, they didn't Scorpion. make a score. No, it was just the oh, regular. That's yeah. too bad. Yeah, what a missed opportunity. The- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they could have repurposed those old uh, virus toys. Uh, if you collect action figures by the time, if you had the virus. Remember the movie The Virus? The one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yes, yeah. They made action figures of that? They did. They Shut made. A, yeah, they made a huge wow. virus creature. And that's just so pulled dumb. a pop the top. Oh, yeah, it was way dumb. <laughs> Fun toy though, really. You could wear it as a hat. You put on your head and put the claws. That really? Scale, the, yeah. The, the, oh my god, that's <laughs> the spider amazing. claws into the head. Uh, so I was really bummed that not only did they make two different figures, but that was when they came up with this a really cartoonish looking one. Um, and I really, but at the time though, I really liked the the mummy movies, and I'm really glad that they're kind of back and having a, a resurgence right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, but uh, really, the only one I like is the first one. I don't really. I remember liking the first the one. Is great. One. Yeah, first one's amazing. The second one was yeah. I don't remember anything other than The Rock. Yeah, it's kind of it's another one of those movies that they 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 establish a set of rules in the first one, mm-hmm. completely erase those rules Disregard by the time them. disregarded yeah. <laughs> by the time the second one rolls around, which I have the same problem with the uh, Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs movies. 
do that and it pisses me off uh, to this day just because there's kids in my house and it pisses me off <laughs> disregarded their own rules i never saw the second one but uh, oh yeah and then i did you ever see tomb of the dragon emperor loved it really thought it was awesome really i liked it i've never lot. seen it you haven't seen it uh-huh. oh my gosh it is great oh that it, could be a contender for the uh, be kind rewind yeah. oh yes for sure the way they address not having the same girl uh uh, Rachel Weiss, I think her name. Rachel, Rachel Weiss. Weiss yeah. Rachel Weiss. The way they, how they address that, is just brilliant. And I, I, yeah, it's a good flick. I really enjoy it. I didn't even realize that that I didn't realize she wasn't in it. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's the yeah the and how they address it is is brilliant. Nice, brilliant. We were talking about that before. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. If I ever had a merch shirt, I think it would just be the Be Kind Rewind logo <laughs> with brilliant underneath it or something else if you have if you think if you can think of a better word underneath that uh let us know uh one of my favorite recastings is the like how it's acknowledged is in wet hot american summer 10 years later oh that's so funny with uh, adam scott replacing (laughs) bradley cooper oh yeah will they recognize me oh yeah you'll be fine (laughs) (laughs) you think anybody's gonna tell that i be able to tell that i got a nose job You know what's funny is I just saw those movies maybe six months ago. The Red Hot, all of them. Oh, really? I watched, yeah, we watched them all. Oh. The, the, the the original movie, the sequel, the show, the 10 years later, yeah, like, all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's the uh, best. It's really good. It's the best. I, it's one of those ones that I wish I had seen it back when it was a thing before yeah. it is now. Because it's you know, when you see it as you're more surprised that they were in it. Yeah. Then, like, is you're more surprised, like, wow, I can't believe they did this, you know, taken back. Like, no, they they were hungry, they were young. Of course, yeah. they were going to do this. Yeah, so. it was like Bradley Cooper's first movie. Yeah, it was, like, uh, I mean, uh, I was just more surprised they came back for like the sequels. And I know like, how <laughs> cool is that? Though, yeah, that right? was pretty cool. Weird. Yeah, 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 and how they yeah, how they addressed that was was pretty spectacular. Yeah, yeah, pretty I, spectacular. But Brendan Fraser's not in that. <laughs> no, that's not. We're talking about Brendan Fraser. <laughs> uh, you know, but it's funny when Brendan Fraser comes up, a lot of people have uh, uh, suggested Airheads for the show. Oh, yes. And I don't know why, for one, that's an amazing movie. Two, I don't know anybody that hates it. It's so good. Well, it's I think so it's like funny. It, I think it's one of those uh, comedies from the 90s that just like. You know, before people really even really paid attention to critics, yeah. where people like Billy Madison and ha- like the other Adam Sandler mm-hmm. movies, where everybody was just like, "Oh, this is so funny," but critics hated it. Correct. And I think that's the same thing with yeah. Airheads because I think that has like probably like a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. But who cares? Yeah, There's absolutely. Yeah. But I think the general public, for, uh, at least like that, were like and our young, demographic yeah. that enjoyed that. Yeah, like yeah. that movie because mm-hmm. I also love that movie. Oh, uh, it's. It's fantastic. I, my Absolutely. wife and I quote that movie all really? the time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Like I I'll tell I'll say to her, like, hey, listen, I know you think I'm being a real dick of cheeseburger. No, it's 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 a, a, a wonderful film and I love it, it's it's so bizarre and goofy, but like there's moments on there that's actually really genuine. Yeah. When you look at how you you know analogs to these people in real life, sure, especially when he's talking about the Grim Reaper tattoo that he wants to get, because yeah. you know these kind of like I don't want to say douche guys, but like these dudes that like put way a lot of thought into them, and 
their mantra that you know they just kind of like made up while they were talking. And yeah, like, I, don't, I, I, I just it's real, and I really did. Oh yeah, dig that part. Oh yeah, yeah like death is stalking me. Like, of course, it totally, is. totally, dude. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, and the, and the fact that there's like, oh, well, uh, we kind of mentioned it briefly. Oh, nice. Uh, we kind of mentioned it briefly um, during. Um, Earth Girls are easy that, you know, that culture of, oh, it's it's Saturday night, you know where all the hot spots are. And so that's where the people that are doing yeah. stuff are hanging out at. It's like, oh, yeah, if you want to find his girlfriend, she's probably here, here, or there. Yeah. That doesn't really happen a lot in in, in movies now, but uh, that's a real thing. Like, oh, yeah, it she was probably... A, it, yeah, was it was a real thing. It I don't was know. a real thing, yeah. You know, that time and, well, and the, the, the strip and yeah. stuff. And, yeah, whatever. <laughs> so the drop-in has brought in... Our first guest, probably our only guest. We're not going to lie, but that's okay. Uh, would our mystery guest please uh, enter and sign in, please? Hello. Hey, <laughs> it's Jeremiah's back, which I'm, I'm so glad. I feel like I just never left. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do sleep sleep here now. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to steal a thing you sip your drink. <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? Uh Diet grape sprite. Yeah, I'm weird. I'm oh, weird. good God. <laughs> Did you go, was that from Burger King? Uh, Jack in what the Box. Oh, but, Box. You know. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, yeah, there's little little aspects of air. We're talking about airheads real quick. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. We're, um, we're talking about, we're kind of just going over like Brendan Fraser's Fraser. history. Well, I didn't think anybody who would want to come to the show had even sat and watched this thing. Did you? <laughs> uh, nope. 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 <laughs> Great. Uh, but I was yeah. thinking about my two, like, favorite brendan fraser movies oh yeah Airhead, and airheads was one of them so yeah nice yeah. why i don't know it's just like earlier and i don't know if it's so much him but like the cast with joe montagna and adam sandler and steve buscemi mm-hmm. it's like i don't know and it's like that kind of like david arquette rock and roll yeah david arquette mm-hmm. movie i love so. david arquette um no it's it's really good and uh, the, the yeah the music's good and the the people that are playing like against type they're just it, it, yeah, it's so good. So people want to do the movie for this show, and I just have a hard time with that because I don't. We're, we would just be talking about how something that I, I don't know too many people that actually is it hated. regarded as a movie that people don't like. I the only thing that I would want to have is if I had some like real radio people here, like if yeah. Dave, if Dave <laughs> were in town or just like this is complete bullshit. Yes, that would be <laughs> that would be a fun. Been. Now that would be an interesting show, like to see what the things or if we can get like some folks from the river or something like that because that's pretty much what that that uh, kppx was gonna turn into the, the soothing sounds of the rain on right. kppx oh, yeah. <laughs> so if i can get some folks from the river here in boise that would be fantastic <laughs> i don't know any other like movie that has to deal with like somebody trying to break their record it i i don't think this movie's real like in any kind of real real reality i don't think you could just take your tape to your demo to just play it like, on the, and then just play this on the play radio it once on the radio even and in, now you're even it. in like the early 90s or 80s whenever this was supposed to take place yeah you, you know what's always stuck in my craw about that about airheads like my one thing about it what is there the song that they they're supposed to, so they're supposed to be like 80s early 90s kind of like hair metal mm-hmm. people right they're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be like emulating like motley Crue. And Guns N' Roses yeah. and, uh, you know, like Poison mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And this, their song that they play in that 
is a Reagan Youth song, and Reagan Youth is like an '80s punk band, mm-hmm. like not at all the style of music that they're portraying, portray- supposed mm-hmm. to be portraying at all. And that's always been like a huge thing to me, where I'm like, that's not the kind of music they would be playing. Okay, so you would know this, and and, and I, I, please, uh, you know, be pissed if you want. So that song was not original. <laughs> Song written for the movie. No, it's actually a cover of a, another song. Uh huh. Oh. Okay, cool. I didn't, See, I, 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 I didn't know that. <laughs> Those so. sons of bitches. <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> We're canceling your show. Get out of my studio. <laughs> How is it one of your favorite movies? You don't even know that, that song was a remake or like a cover. Ah, here. I, I, well, real quick, just, I mean, yeah. since we're, we're pretty lax today, I'm going to find the cover. Do it. Go or for it. Or the original. It does have that punk esque sound to it, though, now that you mention it. Yeah. For sure. Oh yeah. It's like And it doesn't play to what they're dressed up as or their yeah. look or anything. Yeah, or like the time. See? Oh, here. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not dressed this way at all. <laughs> yeah. I oh know. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I said that because maybe there's other people out there that don't know that too. No, but, I'm glad you did too because I, I have no, I, I didn't know. The only other one that I can remember that are similar to this vein, but not really, is uh, we were talking about Empire Records. Yeah. A couple weeks ago, uh, we didn't do a whole show on that, but we were just we just brought it up, and that was another song from a movie. That Again, really is there anybody that doesn't really like that movie? I know you didn't really like it for a long, when, long when time. I, when I first saw it, it didn't really resonate with <laughs> me as well as it still does. It does now, though. So, huh. um, you've saw how long? Uh, it's been a while, huh? Yeah, I think I've I, I get Empire Records and High Fidelity mixed up a lot. Um, I've never seen High Fidelity, and I will tell mm-hmm. you in. Again, kick me off this network, but I've yeah, I've never seen High Fidelity. Actually, my wife hadn't seen it until like two days ago. So. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, there was a lot of movies that I honestly hadn't seen up until within the last few years, like The Breakfast Club. Oh, I, really? I had not seen <laughs> yeah until a couple years ago. So yeah, hated it. Thought it was lame. Really? <laughs> did not like oh, it no. at all. Oh, no. Did not wow. like it. I, I did not. I um, can see not liking it if you didn't grow up with it. I can correct. I can see that. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, it's definitely of its time. The prince. Sure. When you identify with the principal the most, you know you're old. You have a problem. Like, Those little bastards. Yeah, they're <laughs> all they, shitheads. Yeah, why are they? Here, bro? I, I, I guess my problem was that they go from like hating each other to like sticking up for each other, and then hating each other again once the principal's gone. Which yeah. again is real. That's reality. But again, it's like. Well, the, yeah, yeah, it's like the enemy of the, right. the, enemy, the enemy of my enemy, enemy is my friend, friend. Yeah. right? You know. Yeah. So they're all when the principal's around, he's the bigger enemy, yeah. so they can kind of like team up because, yeah. and especially because you know snitches get stitches <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i can't say i hate it i just it didn't like oh my god breakfast club is amazing but I get um like, so we're i guess i like that movie because as a goody goody that never had to do detention i was just hoping that that was what detention that's was what it was like, like. <laughs> i i think i had to go to saturday school once and we just sat in the gym or we just sat in the lunchroom and did homework for a couple hours. And that was the only time of detention I ever had. Why would Joey Maxey ever end up in, in middle school? school? I have no idea. What the and hell I honestly did you do? do? I have no idea. <laughs> like I said, there was time between seventh, seventh, uh, seventh grade year and like freshman year where, yeah, I was a little, little dumb kid. But hmm. One time I had in-school suspension and 
for for uh, texting at school. I got in school suspension. Wow. On I feel what? Old. On my on my cell phone. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It, it was when I was like uh, seventeen. So it was, oh, okay. like, it was like my senior year of high school, or my like the end of my junior year of high okay. school. Okay. And when when was that again? Two thousand six. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Um. Oh yeah, pauses because I don't want to spoil this. This is great. Um, We're gonna talk about it here in a minute. But I went to in school suspension and. I played on your phone. The whole got, time. <laughs> I got, I got real suspended be, for being on my phone in, in civil suspension. Wow. Uh, oh my gosh. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. There I don't think go. you get suspended for being on your pager. <laughs> no, that's what we had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My first phone was in a Kia 5600 played snake on it. <laughs> that's oh, more or less, less yeah. what this was. Nice. Yeah. All right, so uh, I want to play something real quick. Uh, this is the opening scene of Furry Vengeance. And this pretty much sets the tone for the entire movie. And the brilliantness, not even Brendan Fraser, but Rob Riggle. Uh, orange Porsche. Yeah. A little chipmunk eating some. <laughs> Just hanging out in the road. It was a place! <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? <laughs> Zoom past the chipmunk. Uh-oh. Now, Zoom past the chipmunk. Oh, hey, what we got here? You got rigs. <laughs> Talking hey, about himself. Neil, I just scouted it. How is it? It's a gold mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once we cut the forest, baby, you got prime A real estate, I'm telling you. Sanders? I don't know. My men say he's doing fine, but I plan on swinging by tomorrow and letting him know that I'll be taking over operations. Hello, Mr. Lyman. Hello. Ah. The fact that he's smoking a, a cigar in a Porsche Don't makes pollute. me so fucking yep. mad. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Give a hoot. Don't pollute. Whatever. And throws it out the window. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now all the animals are noticing that he's throwing a cigar out the window. What is that? Is that a... a nice falcons picking falcon? it up. Okay. Yeah. Raccoons are coming. Uh-oh. Cute little raccoon in the middle yeah. of the road. The animals are up to something. We don't know what. They're working in tandem. They seem to be working in tandem. They are. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, they seem to have a, a pirate spyglass. A ferret, not native to the Northwoods, but that's okay. <laughs> How did they build that? They've built an elaborate little, <laughs> a little Rube Goldberg device. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, perfectly round boulders. Perfectly really nice. round boulders. Yeah. Well, they've been working on them for yes. years. Yeah, for <laughs> years, <and> yeah. <laughs> They've gone full on right Ewok. Now. Oh, what's this? Oh, out of the way, fuzzball. Yeah. Just Robert. Hey, you got to the count of three, little man. What? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> he almost got killed. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> No damage to the Porsche. No, no, no. Well, that's a Porsche, dude. <laughs> oh. Ha ha. 
Very teach him fun. a lesson. Bad raccoon. Bad, bad raccoon. Oh. Okay, so they killed him. Yeah. They killed him. So Rob Riggle dies in the first two minutes of the movie. So the animals. Uh, oh. All right, so wow. that was the that, first two, th- two, three minutes of Furry Vengeance. That's preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> so the animals work together. So the premise of this film is, and it's actually really timely if you think about it. They are a land. They are land developers that are building. They want to build the subdivision in the middle of the forest, indeterminate forest. They don't really say uh, which state they're in, and. They present themselves as a green company. We're a green company, so we're gonna bulldoze the forest, and, and so you can uh, so you can live amongst the, the amongst the forest. And we're going to, uh, you know, that's, they're basically presenting themselves as this. And Brendan Fraser plays the the site manager that actually lives in the model home, very reminiscent of of the. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he uproots his family and they live in the model home as they're building all the rest of the houses. And for the next hour and a half, Brendan Fraser gets his ass kicked, kicked by these animals. As you can see in the first few minutes are very well prepared and very well organized and willing to kill, willing to <laughs> kill. <laughs> right. But the, so I, I had not seen this movie could have really cared less about it. I was hooked after that scene that we just watched, that you just heard. Only because the very first line of the movie is Rob Riggle just douchebagging it through the forest in his Porsche, and the first thing out of his mouth is, I do what I please! (laughs) 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 Just douchebagging it up, and oh my gosh, it's so good. And then the next, like I said, the next hour and a half is Brendan Fraser getting his ass kicked by these animals that just want them to go away. They just want to be left alone. And it is reminiscent of films like Over the Edge and uh, Nut Job and things like that. Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. Huh. When it was came out, based on the preview alone, and the preview unfortunately doesn't do the film justice. That's exactly what people were saying. It's like, why would I want to see a live action Over the Hedge? I had just seen that movie animated two years ago. So why would I want to watch it live? This is also kind of like reminds me of uh, Evan Almighty. You guys remember? Very that? much so. Yep. Bunch Lots. of animals just yep, very, goofing off, getting, yep. getting up to hijinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the best part is the the scene with the Rube Goldberg device that they build out of sticks and rocks. Uh, they do that the exact same thing again. It's the same clips of the things doing that oh, again geez. later on. But um, Brendan Fraser does not give it up for the entire film. And it's the same story you've seen a thousand times. Um, none of his family doesn't believe him. No one really believes him. These animals are all working against him and just making his life miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, spraying him with with uh, skunk, um, just, just just kicking his ass literally. Um, there's one part where they get the animals like get him. Uh, they lock him in a porta potty, and a bear comes and just beats the shit out of the porta potty with him in it. Mm. And he spends the entire night just turned upside down inside a porta potty. It's so, weird. So is this like? supposed to be a kids movie yeah, it's a family film yeah oh, so it's pg yeah it's pg uh <laughs> killed a guy but they yeah because they don't bring him up again <laughs> they, they mention him again that he 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 left but he doesn't like show up later all beat up they don't show him right. like nothing he's gone 
I mean, I guess you don't killed. see him die. No, you but... don't see him die, but <laughs> it's pretty implied that he fall, he gets knocked off a cliff and then dies. What year was this movie? 2010. So, like, Brandon Friedrich had nothing really going on. Until this the... was his last big, big, big studio film. Oh, his last big film until he inevitably does like another one. Probably a space between there. I mean, I'm wondering what he did before well, this. Well, let's look like... up his filmography. <laughs> I had a, I had a blast watching it. I mean, there is some really hilarious. I'm just you're like um, saying like he tries real hard throughout the movie. So I just. Oh yeah, no he. It's basically. Um, the the last twenty five minutes of Home Alone, with the, right. with the crooks getting kicked <laughs> by the kid, but it's him. But it's him, and it's the animals that's beating him. Um, hmm. so it's it uh, a fun movie. I really enjoyed hmm. it. The wh- what's interesting about it too is, I mean, it's, and I have had this problem with uh, with with movies lately, and. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago with Sonic the Hedgehog. I am really tired of just aliens not, like, uh, aliens just not fitting into the world, even though, like, in Sonic, he's been here for 10 years. Um, That kind of thing is just kind of old, and there's a lot of things about this that just kind of got old with it, and the animals you know fighting the humans like there's other things you can kind of little ways other ways you can go with it and but that's yeah that's my own personal problem there's things in here that is hilarious uh, his wife is brooke shields oh of course yeah. the boss <laughs> as you could see there is kim ken jong i like his um, last name is lyman lyman yeah because you know Every Asian guy has that last name. Of course. <laughs> yeah, there's some pretty yeah, there's pretty some problematic racism in this film. <laughs> specifically with Ken Jeong, which I think he pretty much is a walking slur at this point. Like right. I think he's he's leaned way into that uh to that part. Um the what's her name? Angela Kinsey from the office is in it. And then you have Jim Norton, Rob Riggle, and Patrice O'Neill that are just kind of hanging out. You know, Rob Riggle gets killed the first because he's not in it again, Brett. He's not like he doesn't show back up at all. Well, but there's so the rest of the movie is him just trying to do his job to create to to finish this job of building these houses here in the woods and doing the whole thing with juggling what work wants him to do. These animals are clearly you know against him. None of his no no one in his family believes him seen that trope a few times even in movies like rv and things like that like she kind of pulled into a couple different direct all these different directions between what your family wants you to do what you personally want to do and you don't they don't necessarily have to be at odds but but with that and i i see that and my biggest takeaway watching it was that kind of feeling that you know what you think you what what you have you know your duties to work duties to your family and then other outside forces in this case it's animals you know the, the those different entities in someone's life don't don't necessarily have to be at odds and the more those things are at odds you know you have a harder go hmm. not to jump right into like the heart of these themes that we get we end up <laughs> stumbling into but that's pretty much what I'm just going to jump into that because it's it's that was my biggest takeaway was 
you know, he's just wanting to do right. Like he, he gets thrown a ton of money by his company to do this. His family hates him for taking them to the forest. They hate being there. Brooke Shields, you learn in this film, is not a comedic actress by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> not at all. Um, Brendan Fraser, in, like I said, just mugs and gets his ass beat almost the entire film. He's and been in movies like this before too because he was in like looney tunes oh yeah yeah he's no stranger to acting to nothing that's there monkey bone oh monkey bone is so good yeah Ooh, i like monkey bone it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh i like cult i like i like alternative movies like beetlejuice no, 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 no. monkey bone <laughs> yeah but do you monkey bone <laughs> but do you monkey bone or dazzled bedazzled bedazzled Ooh, so good is that what it's called yeah bedazzled so good. Yeah, Bedazzled. Mm-hmm. It's weird that that's Elizabeth weird. Hurley. That's a weird name for a movie because Bedazzled's like um, about the devil wrecking. Brand yeah, but life what, too, when though. you hear Bedazzled, what I think of is like like sequins and jewelry. Jean on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Not Elizabeth Hurley just ruining Brendan Fraser. Yeah, not being so, Satan. So, so, <laughs> so you can really break this down. That not only has life just beaten down Brent. Uh, Brendan Fraser, but so has his, his choices and roles too. It's like how how can I get my ass kicked as much in the in the <laughs> fantasy world as I do in the real world? Right. Bring it. In, um, he does have such a strange career trajectory. He does. Too, he really know? does. I mean, you could see him being propped up as like, you know, you see those analogs now with like Chris Hemsworth and Jason Momoa as like these big, good-looking buff. Yeah, awesome. Or those movies like School Ties, and I think wasn't he in Tin Soldiers too? Um, I know that he was in School Ties with Honors. Um, that's one of my with, favorite ones. With Honors is great. I don't. Yeah. That's a great film. Yeah, I don't know if he um, was in. Uh, I don't think he was in Tin Soldiers. Tin Soldiers. No. Yeah, I have his film. I'm, I guess I could look down to the filmography that I literally had in my hands. But it's kind of weird that after Ooh. like The Mummy, it's kind of weird that he didn't go on to become like of like a big action star you know like it's like he had the build for it but not the face kind of like i don't know yeah i don't know what it is <laughs> or it's like you did too it was too comedic so we can't take you seriously as an action guy yeah but nowadays that seems like that's like what it what is pe- right like that's what people want again mm-hmm. people kind of want like a snarky sarcastic anti-hero mm-hmm. you know uh yeah, it's just weird. They, they can't. They can't all be Deadpool, right? But they all want to be. <laughs> they all want to be. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. He goes from Encino Man to School Ties. Um, twenty bucks. You ever see Twenty Bucks? No, that was an interesting film. The movie takes play, uh, follows the uh, a twenty dollar bill from as it's being per- handed to person to person, oh. and how it keeps coming back around to the, just the same like four That's five. Funny. Yeah, interesting film. He was also in Crash. You guys, Crash that yeah. movie that like. For some reasons, won like the Academy Award for Best Picture. He was in that. Yeah, he was in Crash, and it was a good. Oh shoot! Okay, so 2004, 2000, um, the last time the air I breathe, the journey of the center of the earth, Dragon Empire, the rise of Cobra. As oh, it was a cameo. I loved the rise of Cobra. Did you see G.I. Joe? <laughs> yeah, I did. That <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. All right. No, I the, the second... sequel. The sequel sucked. No, I thought the sequel was better. 
Because it was more of a traditional action movie. No, because it was just like it kind of okay. just leaned into like the silliness of it. I felt I felt like, I, f- I felt they the, they took the silliness out. No, of the I second th- one. I thought the first one they were like trying to. It it, it doesn't matter. Wait, isn't the second <laughs> one where pocket. they have like the hidden base? And it's no, that's like, the first one. Oh, that's the first one. Yeah, okay. and the second one, it's more of a traditional action film with the Rock and the Rock. Again, The Rock. Oh, my God. We did it. We found it again. The Rock stole Brendan Fraser's career. We figured it out. Because he took him. He took away The Mummy. He took away Journey to the Center of the Earth. And G.I. I knew there was another one. Yeah. I think there's more That's here. Funny. Yeah. And, and freaking G.I. Joe. Oh, my gosh. Um, so he has extraordinary measures for vengeance. So I guess he did escape. Oh, he did a voice in Escape from Planet Earth. And then, of course, the case for you, hairbrained pawn shop chronicles, breakout, give me shelter, the I nut have, job. I've heard of like half of these. So wait, he was yeah. in the nut job too. He was in the nut job <laughs> four years after <laughs> this movie. After yeah, four years so after. Like, I'm going to do vengeance. the same movie, but I'm just going to yeah, be a I'll voice. Just do, yeah. And then <laughs> there's a movie called Behind the Curtain of Night, uh, which is in post production, and Line of Descent, which is in post production. Um. And then television, he did a bunch of television too. Then he's on, obviously he's on Doom Patrol as the voice of Robot Man. I just uh, think like, you know, his claim to fame was supposed to, is like the Mummy movies, but I just don't think it ever, yeah, they had three, but like if, if it was by my aunt's standards, all she can remember him from is freaking George of the Jungle. So, <laughs> well, that's it. Like that's that weird turn that he did. That it, these more family movies, but well, George of the Jungle was before the Mummy, right? Yeah, yeah. But and then he did Dudley Do Right, which is like perfect for this show. But uh, um, but she's like, oh, he's maybe that he wasn't like sexy in the Mummy. My aunt thinks he he's wasn't? like sexy in George of the Jungle. What? Like, yeah. He wasn't like, sexy because he's all shirtless and just like Rick O'Connell. Rick O'Connell like, was not sexy. <laughs> she just wants him strong and dumb. I guess. I'm just going <laughs> off of one person's like well, view. Well, no, that's you know, so, I don't. So obviously, be, I don't think he's sexy. So you said that's like, your aunt. Yeah, my aunt. Get, get her on the phone. Let, Joey, <laughs> Joey, let's tell her. Yeah, how the door is open. Jeremiah's aunt needs to come down here. I, I remember the other Brendan Fraser one that I remember really liking was Blast from the Past. You guys remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That yeah, so good. See, that one, I yeah, I, that's another one that I quote all the, a lot. I love that movie. Yeah, oh, I gosh. like that one, too. Oh, my gosh. So it, that's well, what, Considering my spouse's name is Heather, I've never heard that name before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then every, when we go down to see my grandparents, uh, we always drive through Pasadena. That's oh. where like the nicest girls come from, Pasadena. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that that dance sequence in Blast from the Past. Oh, oh, yeah. it's so good. Oh, I love it. So good. Now my, I mean, you look at his filmography, and there's just so much good stuff there. I will. What I love, some of my favorite Brendan Fraser stuff, and I can go back anytime and it'll always affect me emotionally is his episodes of scrubs that he was on i didn't even know oh my god yes it was amazing did you watch scrubs at all a little bit a little bit but not like the whole thing good stuff good good stuff and he did a couple episodes uh that are absolutely just some of the best television i think 
huh? way there's some of the, this the best tele and i don't even want to like give it away because they're just it's a huge <laughs> like i know we spoil the shit out of things here but that one i don't it's you're so good spoil scrubs <laughs> no i you're right i'm not because it's just so good it, it, it would just be it would do you a disservice as well thing oh yeah he oh yeah they were hiding in the cupboard the whole time and blah 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 and, oh no 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 this is like no, it's good stuff. Right. So I would definitely recommend. Um, it's listed here in his filmography. Scrubs season, whatever episode. Oh, I'll tell you, because that's because I'm not gonna watch all the Scrubs. Uh, just to watch. <laughs> <laughs> he did three episodes in 2002 and 2004. It doesn't list on his film his Wikipedia filmography, but that's okay. Um, they're easy. Can't be that hard to find. Um, but oh yeah, they're just awesome. If you want to have a good, good emotional cry, a good ugly cry, you're gonna to want to watch, watch this episode. Well, if you want that. that, you could just watch with honors. I mean, that movie's pretty true. I mean, it's listed as a comedy drama, but I've seen Inkheart. Have you guys seen Inkheart? Uh, my wife actually watched it the other day. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I Get got her like the too. tail end of it, but it was like they get trapped inside a book. Yeah, it's yeah. like live action page yeah. master. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Live action plays. He did it a lot of I love how he did a, a bunch of cameos for um the Weasel after yeah. after Encino Man. Yeah, cuz he was in like Son-in-Law and in the Army Now. Yeah, he did some cameos for and those I, too. I, I, that I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. Like I feel like you should just like what you like and mm -hmm. not really give a shit. But Yeah. Uh, the Polly Shore's run of movies from the 90s, I would consider like very guilty pleasures for myself. Top notch. <laughs> Top, those are some good films. Those are some really good films. Well, I don't uh, know if they're good, but you know what I mean? I like them. I don't know they're if they're good. They're not Biodome. I mean, come on, dude. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, would, I would put them in the category of I enjoy them a lot, but I wouldn't call them good. Okay. You, you know? Fair. Fair. <laughs> Enjoy them a lot as in you own them or just like, oh, it's on TV. I'm going to watch it now. I I don't own any of them, but I have seen Biodome <clears throat> probably like 10 to 15 times. And I've seen Son-in-Law probably about the same. Um, I, I would say I watched Biodome more than Son-in-Law, but... And looking back, like man, that was a terrible decision to make. Because son-in-law had freaking Jesse <laughs> Jesse Spano in it. Like, uh, no, Kelly Kapowski. Ke in yeah, it. Kelly yeah, Kelly Kapowski. Yeah. Like and, why? And Oof. Encino Man. I haven't seen Encino Man in a while, but I did really enjoy that movie. And Encino Man oh, was great too. I really like Encino. Encino Man. Man. Encino Man was fantastic. Yeah, and Brendan Fraser didn't really have much to do in that movie other than just be like nope. a dumb dumb. But he's yeah, he a wasn't lot of fun. even really. A principal character if you think about it i yeah i mean <laughs> he like, he's kind of just he's almost like bernie and weekend at bernie's <laughs> kind of i'm just kind <laughs> of yeah yeah <laughs> he's basically a plot device in, in yeah. Casino, man. <laughs> yeah but yeah you got like sean astin as like the main mm -hmm. character and oh yeah you know you have Polly shore being all weaselly and stuff <laughs> oh full-on weaselly in that one yeah uh what's funny is that Polly shores that's not even his best movie i it, not his best movies but uh, i think one of his best movies is 18 again did you ever see 18 again oh. he's like the friend in that but like as far the one as our, with matthew perry no, no 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 um the one that 
that movie ripped off because they did one um they did one they did an 18 again because that was like 17 again i think with matthew perry oh okay but yeah 18 again is um i mean this was 80s this was uh, george burns uh yeah george burns and uh i can't remember the guy um is it oh it's not c thomas howell uh charlie schlatter yeah probably so i just looked it up okay and and the how they get away how they get around that is the uh the kid is in a coma in rich in in george burns's body the whole movie so it's that richard slitter kid just walking around doing his Uh, best george burns oh sorry Oh, it's a theme song to Furry Vengeance. <laughs> I have this I have this in my car right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know that song well. No, no, I don't. <laughs> but no, yeah, we're going to Polly Shore. Uh, 18 again was a good film. But yeah, when, when I first started buying my own VHS movies, that was my thing. It was like, I'm going to get all of Polly Shore's movies. And oh. <laughs> so like Jury Duty and Encino Man. All in those, the Army in Now. In the Army Now. Sure. And, yeah. But then Biodome was the one that I watched it, the the free mahi mahi was the one that I watched. Yeah, most. yeah. I, I Best like part that. is that he's come through town like three times, and I never bothered to go see him live. Well, he seems I like don't. an asshole. <laughs> that is <laughs> every every picture I see, you know, because we have a lot of comic comic friends that post their pictures when they meet someone cool, and he's always just sitting on a bench behind whoever is getting their picture taken. So it yeah. seems like that's something that you're doing, and that's dumb. <laughs> just stand there next to the person. As opposed to Dustin Diamond, who charged me uh, money to get my picture taken with him, and I went with his cousin, his legit cousin. <laughs> hey, he needed that money, and I'm he sure. charged. Jeremiah, are you the cousin? No, no, I, I literally it up for no. him. Hey, hey, he needed that money. All right, <laughs> I legit work with uh, his porn dividends. <laughs> ran out. Actually, he said that. Oh, he wanted to. Wa- he wanted to play assassin. He wanted to buy Assassin's Creed Black Flag, so he was charging oh, Jesus. ten twenty dollars to get his picture. His to picture. buy a sixty dollar video game. I don't know. It's oh. a stupid Dustin Diamond. But yeah, I legit work with his cousin. So that's fine. Yeah, she, so she went. <laughs> um, yeah, who actually watched him a couple times when she was when he was a kid oh. before he got on to be famous. But enough about F and Screech. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Polly Shore. <laughs> and Polly Shore, basically, yeah. Well, this isn't too bad for our first drop in. I was trying to find a really cool pun for like a video store type of pun and the only thing that kept going was the Dropbox show and that just didn't sound right to me. <laughs> the Dropbox. The Dropbox. I, I kind of like that. The Dropbox? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to run with it then. I like it. <laughs> the Dropbox show because I know a lot of people want to be on the show and I want to have just about as many people as I possibly can so this was their opportunity. Apparently and, they and in, just, I was really they hoping really somebody... want to be on this show. Well, I mean, it's a lot to add. I mean, it's voting day. Everybody sh- should be out voting. So That took like two seconds. Did it really? <laughs> Didn't take it that long? <laughs> nice. No. Not um, at my house. And I, it's always uh, disheartening, though, because on, on voting days, because everybody that I know takes pictures or takes a picture of their voted button, and then the person that we all want no, never wins. So. <laughs> right? My circle's really small, apparently. <laughs> I, I, could, I could tell you exactly who every single one of those person voted for, and they never seemed to win. So, I just like how on the ballot they still had everybody listed on there. Oh, did they really? Yeah, it was like 19 people on that thing. Still? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they printed those off however long ago. So. Probably, yeah. 
Interesting. So you could have still voted for one of those other people that's not going to get nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Yang! Crap. <laughs> yeah, politics is a weird effing time for, for politics. But the uh, e-stop, is that, are, we st- are, they, are they still on the, the network? The, the Democrats? The, uh-huh. Right on. Yeah. Cool. I thought it was weird. Like a guy right in front of me, he decided to just walk out and not vote because they wanted him to, you know, decide you're either going to be Democrat or you're going to be Republican. Well, that's how they decide which right, thing I know, to give you. That's yeah, the whole how point do you of not a... know that? And then that's he's a... just like, oh, I have to like, nope, never mind. Not going to vote. Just walked out. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I was like, okay. I think that's ju- just for the primaries though, right? right. Yeah, yeah, that's just the primaries. <laughs> for, yeah. You have to like vote party lines well when members. you were in high school our, our old government teacher would told us that you always pick the the the, the person you, on the opposite party that you hate the most go and vote for that person who was that that was uh i can't remember his name oh. but that was the for you hate the, the most or hate the least the one you hate the most, you vote for that person in the primary. So that way, when it comes to lose, so that <laughs> way, when idea. it comes, to, so when it comes to it comes to November, it's your guy who you really want, and some loser that you kind of like spoiled the things. Okay, I want the worst possible person on the other side to. I, I to could win. see that that working pre two thousand six. Well, I was gonna right. say, yeah. <laughs> I got to remember this was nineteen ninety. This was nineteen ninety eight politics where that flew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there there was a time when you can go, yeah, and that disqualified you from being president. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that guy's name? I really liked him too, and he did that. He got excited, and then that was it. Was that De- whale? Um, was that no, no, no? This was no. no this was mid two thousands. This was oh. um, um, Dean Howard Dean. Yeah, Howard Dean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and people were like, oh, uh, uh, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> wow. We'd rather have somebody that only speaks and and riddles and slurs to be our president. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's unfortunate. It was very unfortunate. Oh well, live and learn, I guess. Yeah. The sad part is, I don't want to labor this too much, but like, it's not going to get better. Like every. Every election now is going to start in the the summer of the year before uh, the summer before November. Every yeah. this this cycle is going to go on forever and ever and ever now, regardless of who wins in November. That's just everyone's just all hyper focused on it. And it well, sucks. It seems. It, I mean, just to, if we're talking about politics for a second. Just um, for, yeah, why not? Uh, it kind of seems voting has seemed to entered a new era. In the same way that, um, you know, the advent of television yeah. changed how people voted. With oh, like, yeah. You know, like Nixon versus JFK. You know? Kennedy would not have won 10 years earlier. Right. But people just on seeing him on television. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think people, a lot of people who know a little mm-hmm. bit about history know that. But we kind of seem to be, there's been like a shift now mm-hmm. after like the Obama administration mm-hmm. and Donald Trump of now being in like the internet age mm-hmm. it's like even like a bigger departure than from what it was before it's weird it's it, kind of it a, is an odd it's time a, interesting odd and a little scary frightening and it's not so much like where we're at now because like where we're at now is, is is disheartening and sad i'm really scared for what's going to happen in like 10 years from now because there's a whole generation of kids that is watching this yeah and those little are going to be there's going to be some evil ass mother and humper out there <laughs> that's going to be 36 in like 
20 years it's yeah. just going to be absolutely insufferable yeah he's going to study this playbook yeah that's going to be written about for decades and decades and decades mm-hmm. and they're going to spell it out yeah and I'll, also i get do it i get a little nervous too because if bernie were by chance win the election mm-hmm. it makes me a little bit afraid for what comes after bernie in the way that the pendulum seems to swing back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, Trump so much. Yeah, Trump kind of being a response to Ugh. Obama, Obama kind of being a response to George W. Bush, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Bernie coming in and being so so progressive compared to a lot of other candidates that for American style, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like the polar opposite of Trump at this point, right? Yeah, and, and like Trump, or and it's funny too because like uh, you have you know. George Bush, and then you have Barack Obama, who, you know, George Bush being a very conservative Republican, and then Obama being one of the more, like, progressive presidents on the left, and then, so it kind of, you know... Well, he ended up being more of a... He ended up being more of... I I think he he ended up being more of a centrist than a... a, Yeah, I would... He he postured himself as a progressive. I think in retrospect, that's what people have come to say. But I don't think at the time when it was happening, I don't think people really viewed him as a centrist, especially Republicans. Republicans did not... Oh, he was the Antichrist for day one. Yeah, he was was awful. still is. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he still, it still is. Well, you remember you were uh, the department manager of sporting goods the night he won, and you were out of ammo the next day, yeah. and you were out of ammo for yep. years Ooh. and years and years after that, yeah, to yeah. the point people, where it's, people didn't like me telling them that, you know. Obama was the best thing for ammunition sales in the country. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. How it works. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. From that. Uh, Oh, and 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 why and racism? I, I think racism. Well, that's just it. That's why we got. That's and why there fear. was such yeah. the backlash with with Trump. Exactly, and so then was because of that. Yeah, and so if Bernie Sanders gets elected, imagine what what's going to come after Bernie that. Sanders. Yeah. yeah, what sucks is that so much. <clears throat> if enough laws change with Trump, it's not going to matter because it's either going to be Schwarzenegger or Camacho. i yeah and and also too like people have hitched their wagons so much and the people on the left are just as guilty as the folks on the right as far as like who cares about what's on what policies are anymore it's all just a matter of the, the cult of the personality and to the point where yeah there's some progressive ideas that Bernie wants and i i absolutely applaud that and i think that's the right thing to do um, it has more, look, look at how much hatred that some of the most progressive people I know have the hatred for like Elizabeth Warren, which I think is unwarranted to that level. You, you can like, oh, okay, yeah. this person doesn't excite me as a candidate. Okay. But the vitriol and just like, just be, it's that, it's that you're either with us or against us mentality to everybody. Yeah. You can't do that to every single person. You're either with me, you know, I'm hundred percent to this person. And if you're not this person, then F you. And there's so much fringe of that. That's why I hate, I hate, I hate the, the, the primary season for that reason. I hate that. I hate I know, that because too. it's just so, I think that I, I, there's that one where there's that one style where you vote for like the top four and then it kind of goes from there instead yeah. of just picking one Yeah. or change it to where wh- whoever gets the, you know, you don't get to pick your own running mate. 
you whoever's the second person gets to be the vice president. I mean, make it stupid. <laughs> make I mean, it if, stupid. It's, if it's going to be stupid, make it stupid. Yeah, lean and then into do it. it. Let's really, yeah. Let's I mean, just you go talk about board. that a lot on the Be Kind Rewind. Exactly. <laughs> do it. Yeah, if you're going to go there, go there. Or go back to like the old style where it was whoever lost in the actual election becomes the vice president, you know, like of the opposite party. Yeah. You exactly. Know, that'd be funny. That'd be hel- that'd be perfect. <laughs> Imagine Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton running the country oh. together. <laughs> Tell me we wouldn't be able to move forward as a country if that's what happened. Okay, whoever wins, great. And then the other person has to follow. Yeah. Make it dumb. Make it dumb. Make it dumb. It's just like the okay. make America dumb again. Make America oh dumb God. again. <laughs> I want to run on that platform. Yes, make sure. dumb again. <laughs> and here's I'm going to pivot this into back to this movie to Fuzzy Vengeance and Furry Vengeance. Furry Vengeance. As you're, as you're watching it, uh, and I have a point to this. None of the animals talk. They 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 have personalities. There you could tell what they're doing. There's even thought bubbles. Bloop, bloop, bloop. And you could they'll show a clip of something else in their head as they're doing. There's a scene where they're getting ready to, to like do a big battle, and they do a thought bubble of Braveheart. <laughs> Why not just lean into it and make those fucking animals talk, yeah. and, and make them goofy talking animals, and just go into it like they, they it was all set up for some really fun wackiness with some characters that could have been a character like that raccoon there there's a raccoon that's like the lead of all the animals give him a name so you can associate with him make him then you can be you'd be you'd be having like air there's like 12 20 air bud movies now because of of leaning into this one character <laughs> yeah i mean they're space buddies like they're they're yeah. superhero they've basically turned them into paw patrol in live action yeah and they would be furry vengeance 17 now well with, you could even do it like look like look who's talking style you mm-hmm. know where you exactly they can talk it, to each know. other and stuff and we can can't hear it he- yeah but the people in the movie can't yeah. understand it yeah and- just do that do yeah do look who's talking now but it's forest animals and yeah all you had to do is change it it could have been like yeah look who's talking uh for revengeance and then there you go but <laughs> so Make America stupid again and just lean into how ridiculous it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, so but I, they used like a legit Braveheart scene? Yeah. Clips from Braveheart. So it was cheaper to get the rights to that than just hire a voice actor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, For sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Lots of different lots of different homages to other things in this movie with the animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say the most clever part of this film, the, the opening sequence is hilarious with Rob Riggle. Um, and I, the, the most clever bit in this movie is something that they did kind of as a throwaway gag for the end credits. The end credits is a music video is a cover of insane in the membrane with, uh, all the characters from the movie. And you, as they filmed the film, as they filmed the scenes of the, of the movie, you could tell they stopped, they filmed their scene and then, okay, while we're here now, we're going to film some, some bits for the music video at the end of the film. Because there are scenes where he's sitting there all beat up, and he's, uh, and then he's seeing he's seeing the song. At one point, the the animals send bees after him, so his face is all swollen. So he's sitting there with all this, uh, uh, with all these prosthetics on his face. His face is all swollen, singing "Insane in the Membrane." Or there are scenes where he's like stuck in the car, um, being sprayed by a skunk, and he's singing "Insane in the Membrane." And the whole family, is there. yeah. Like the, and they do. It's tough, I just toss 
they do yeah yeah they go through the whole and there's even like clips from that they didn't even film this is preposterous no it's great oh look there he is there's free studio um like they recreate Greece and the, it's it's clever as hell it's absolutely clever and it's the best thing that, to come out of this film other than <laughs> Wallace Shawn forgot to mention Wallace Shawn, Shawn's in it so after they filmed their scene they they decided to film is the little voices supposed to be the animals singing basically yeah yeah chipmunk yeah. style chipmunk uh, <laughs> style which <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and they recreated just, Addicted like, to Love, <laughs> and uh, why? Uh, Maybe one more time. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's how much time and effort. They, Blue Lagoon, because they have Brooke Shields, so they redid Blue Lagoon. Ah. And they even did, they even do some homages to Encino Man with this. Wow. Yeah. Toby Huss, great. Great voice actor from King of the Hill. Oh, Grease. Yeah. Man. Samantha B. Yeah, she's in the film too. This is uh very interesting. Yeah, like I I don't get it, but Oh uh, yeah, yeah, there see? you go. Link. Yeah. yeah, there's Link. Huh. Yeah, what a it, so much effort <laughs> and time yeah. went into the the this. Oh, and now Steven Universe is going to start on. Our yeah, YouTube. do you guys just want to watch an episode of Steven Universe? <laughs> <laughs> so much time and effort went into the the closing music video. Yeah, that had they like, just leaned into that kind of goofiness, it's just under the big top is what I would how I would describe it. It's. Goofy enough to be like, yeah, it's interesting. It's fun to get him watch his ass, you know, get chopped in the groin for an hour. But uh, there's so many more goofiness that they could have gone to. So lean into that, and we wouldn't have had to do an episode of this. People would have just liked it, and they would have made like (laughs) twenty of these these films now. Yeah, probably. And it would have been Randy Couture (laughs) and and The Rock. The Rock. rock. (laughs) Yeah, The Rock would have taken this movie from him. Was there a movie with The Rock and a bunch of talking animals? No, he there did needs that. To be one. Um, he did that pacifier. The, oh, the, no, oh. that's Vin Diesel. Yeah, he did the tooth fairy. He did the tooth fairy. That's yeah. right. Everybody's got to do one. That was his kid. <laughs> yeah, they got they got to do that one. They do the so, one Disney kid was, movie. Yeah, yeah. Just um, although he's doing The Rock. Yeah, he's doing the the Jungle Cruise or whatever. He has settled into rugged outdoor. Uh, <laughs> character and i saw a, a thing on facebook the other day about you want to talk about range don't talk about the rock and there's four different movies he's dressed to the same and it's just <laughs> he's just outside and he looks all rugged and yeah. jungle just cruise jungle G. yeah uh rampage uh skyscraper a couple other ones and they're totally forgetting one of the best i mean there's two really good rock movies if you really want to talk about a rock movie and there's both of them could be covered on the show one is the rundown yeah yeah dope Dope, Love dope, dope. So good. Yeah. The other one is uh, Southland Tales. Do you ever see Southland Tales? No, but you've... you've probably, I, I mentioned you've, I mentioned it before. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, great film. R- ridiculously good film. Just for... Just, just weird as hell. <laughs> um, But, 
Yeah, so Furry Vengeance, that, if you like that goofball slapstick humor, the funny part is, if you want to hear a Tucker story, I, I'm thinking, great, funny animal, some guy getting hurt for an hour and a half. After a while, he even wandered away from it he didn't sit and watch the whole thing so i was glued <laughs> i was riveted i want to watch it again just for the music video and rob riggle again because <laughs> um well more power to you yeah <laughs> at least i keep my days full <laughs> did this even get a theatrical release it did yeah wow yeah uh well uh, april 30th so, yeah, <laughs> prime movie and it going was, season, and it was number uh, five. So let's real quick at the box office. We're, we're, we've got about just a few minutes left. April thirtieth, twenty ten. Movies. I really, I need to know because I want to go back to what movies I actually saw. They were probably <laughs> <during> that time. <laughs> they were probably. Um, how much you want to bet? One of these is a rock movie. Let's see, Iron Man Two, uh, Come Undone, which is I don't know, some sort of looks like some sort of softcore porn. <laughs> uh, the remake to A Nightmare on Elm Street. Charlie Saint Cloud. So, hmm. I saw two of those movies. The funny part is, is Furry Vengeance isn't even listed on this. <laughs> on this. I don't believe I it. I don't. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> let's, let's, let's find a better, a better, uh, better lineup here because that one's kind of jumping around the whole. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Uh, we went and saw it at the theater, actually. Yeah. Together, uh, yep. Pretty sure. Nightmare on Elm Street, Acts of Violence, Furry Vengeance, The Good Heart, Please Give Harry Brown, and Touching Home. The I, think week, I even saw Acts of. Isn't that a Vigo Mortensen movie? Uh, Acts of Violence. Acts of no, that's um, that's uh, History of Violence. Oh, um, now <laughs> close the, enough. <laughs> well, and the week before was The Losers, and the Backup uh. Plan. Was it the only two big movies after that? Before that was Perfect Game, Kick Ass. Uh, Oceans, Disney's Oceans, Death at a Funeral. So, like, there's no, there's not a lot of holdovers that had been around for a few weeks. It would a date night, and then the week after was Iron Man two. So I could see why that one was gone. OSS one seventeen Lost in Rio, based on the preview alone or the poster alone, that looks that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had judged my movies. I'm pretty on. sure I'm Shrek guessing 4. Disney Oceans probably oh, knocked that out of the box. Disney office. Oceans. <laughs> yeah, so nothing major around that time. It's just it's just a shitty just a shitty just a shitty time for movies. And, mm-hmm. I think a shitty time for this movie. <clears throat> well, it's just in general. I mean, it was a weekend before Iron Man two and you knew that one was gonna be the big big hit. For sure. sure. I mean that was but I mean, but, 2010 in general was a big, like a pretty big year because you had like Toy Story three, you had the the last Harry Potter or second part one of Harry Potter, Inception, mm-hmm. yeah, Iron Man two. I mean, yeah, there were some good films there, but yeah, April of that year just wasn't around that time. Like none of those movies are something that we're sitting there talking about. Nobody even likes Iron Man two for whatever reason. 
I like parts of Iron Man 2. I like Iron, I, I like the Iron What's Man 2. What's wrong with Iron Man 2? No, I'm not saying I don't. Is it people, <laughs> it's the, that's the, the one that people Iron don't Man like. Movie. It is, yeah, it is the, the leastly. And that's another one of those movies, too, that uh, kind of changed the world that they established a little bit yeah. in the second, uh, from the first one. But No, there's parts of Iron Man 2 that are pretty good. I loved his briefcase suit. Yeah, that's. Eh. I mean, that's the part. They got that's yeah. the part. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you think about it, that was the last time n- any of that was practical. Everything else was all. That's they kind of stepped away from kind of a, a reality after that. Like yeah, because that was like a huge deal. Like I can't get to my suit. Yeah. Well, that was no longer a problem after Iron Man two. Right. It only became. It only was a problem when they needed it to be. I just barely saw three for the first time like a month ago. You did you really? Yeah. It's a Christmas I, movie. It is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas yeah. Shane movie. Shane Black. Yep. Loves Christmas. Yeah. Yes, he does. What's mm. up with that guy? <laughs> How dare you? What a weirdo. <laughs> so, no, I loved... Uh, uh, oh, Iron Man 3 was great. When Iron Man 2 had some really good stuff in it. So, War Machine. Like, I don't get... Yeah. The, uh, I like War Machine. And I like Don Cheadle. Oh, Don Cheadle's amazing. He's a national treasure. But, uh, yes. Sure is. <laughs> as long uh, as he's playing Captain Planet. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best. Oh, that's so good. Oh, that's that's amazing. Well, not bad for our first Dropbox. I really like that the Dropbox, yeah. uh, uh, the Dropbox uh, movie return type of thing. I love it. Uh, not bad for our first Dropbox episode that I forced Jeremiah to come down to. Forced. Hey. Well, forced. So are you coming like, down? You forgot. <laughs> I, I did. I honestly thought. I honest. I, I'll be honest. I anticipated like, shoot, what if a lot of people come and we're gonna have to like rotate people out? So this was actually good to at least keep going and keep focus on what we were talking about. Maybe the so. Dropbox should be like you're just here waiting and somebody brings a movie like they're dropping it off. And you just have to know, uh, <laughs> like, oh, you better be, you better be down on your movie skills to like know what. But I'm really not about. though for some <laughs> reason. Like, oh, here's one of my favorite guilty pleasures. I blah, feel blah, like blah. I feel like I know a lot about <laughs> movies. I've just never seen a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, when you, <laughs> so I just pay attention to what comes out, but not what what it is. Like I don't. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Bring yeah, bring it in yourself. Yeah, the Dropbox. What, what you bringing in? So, awesome. Well, gentlemen, I think we're going to call this button down. We're going to call this button down? Yeah, we're going to button this. My mind's all over the place. I'm too excited to go home and watch well, Furry I, Vengeance again. I don't have a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, where did I hear that from this week? Somebody mentioned something. If you're wearing a shirt that has that's a collared shirt with buttons all, all the way on the front of it, is it a button down or a button up shirt? I, I think it, it it depends on what the shirt is. Does it depend on which buttons you leave undone? Like <laughs> at the bottom or well, at you the always want to like you always want to leave the top one undone. You want a little bit of ground beef sticking out, but you don't. No, but somebody said, is that is that type of shirt called a button up or a button down shirt? If you're wearing a collar shirt that have the buttons all the way up and down that you would wear with a tie. Consensus, I have found <laughs> that it's button down. I I, I don't think... wear enough button shirts to even think about it i guess i think it should be either <laughs> is this like a regional question like, yeah pop, for idaho yeah, if you're from the midwest down or get, we gotta get a hold of Cass and see what he yeah, says yeah. <laughs> what do they like, call it in wisconsin go with the creek or crick 
arguments the creek or, or creek. what. <laughs> if somebody was like, you need to wear a button-down shirt, I wouldn't be like, uh, do you mean a button-up button up shirt? shirt? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the one that I came up with a couple weeks, months ago, uh, the machine that has all the toys in it and the thing will pick it up and drop it in, is that a crane machine or a claw machine? Claw machine. Claw machine. The claw machine? Mm-hmm. See, I was always where they were crane machines. Yeah, I but, don't, I don't, I don't, but I am wrong. So. I don't buy it. <laughs> Bullshit. Like everything else in this country, polarizing yes or no. Yeah, like, it is. You're either with us or against us. Totally against and you. F you for. Shut up, Joey. Shut it's a claw up. machine. It always will be. It's a button-down shirt with your claw machine, you fucking idiot. I'm going to take my crane machine and my button-up shirt and leave. And my copy of Furry Vengeance. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, So, yeah, final thoughts on Furry Vengeance. Give it a watch. Don't labor it too much. Just put it on. At least watch it once just so you can laugh at the people that are surprisingly in it. Um, You said Samantha B, Patrice O'Neill. If you want to know who does the voice of Khan, Super Nusen Phone, and Cotton Hill, uh, that gentleman, Toby Huss, is in it. Uh, If you care enough to know what that gentleman looks like in real life. Um. Yeah, Brooke Shields and Brendan Fraser. Uh, what more can I say other than um, I liked it, and I'm glad I had. I'm glad I had a chance to watch it because I would have never, ever, ever watched it. So, really, I, I want to thank Hulu because it had been not popped up on on recent releases or on, on on recent additions to Hulu. This is where it basically came from because I was clicking around the other night. I got to find a movie and I, and I text Chris and I'm like, uh, let's do furry vengeance. Like, Perfect. So yeah, she I can had imagine to... you were like at the red box and it's like, Ooh, <laughs> no, if I'm at the red box, I'm just going to rent door of the Explorer again. <laughs> I'm at you haven't the bought red it bo- by this point. No, okay. I haven't yet, but I've, I've rented it twice because <laughs> it's just that damn good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everybody. Uh, thank you for indulging us in the drop off of uh, the drop box show. Um, Stay tuned. Neck, come back next week uh, for uh, another big show. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you have any questions, comments, heartfelt concerns, go ahead and reach out to us. Uh, make sure you check out the rest of the great shows here on the network. And if you want to leave us a review, uh, visit the tip jar. Uh, please do so. Um, we love you. Remember, if you're going to have a rewind, you might as well be kind. Uh, not a bad way to spend a Tuesday evening. Brett Battostain and Jeremiah Campbell. I appreciate you guys for being here. Likewise. No problem. Likewise. All right. Uh, love you guys, and we will see you next time.